all ignorant and shit, acting like a thug, acting like he thug life, tried to get him a man face. Then, you know, the guy says, hey, you need to move this boat off the dock, man. Like, you're not authorized to have this boat here. Guy continuously becomes more irate, starts yelling and screaming. Then he pushed my mans. Then he started swinging on my mans. And then an all-out war just broke out. Then then all hell just broke loose. And the brothers handled their business. The brothers handled their business. And they took up for their brother. And then the staff, the staff of the dock came in and joined the fight. Then the police came in and joined in the fight. I ain't seen nothing like this since the goddamn 92 riots. You know, with the Rodney King joint. (laughs) We ain't seen nothing like that since then. We ain't seen black people come together like that since the riots. That was a long time ago. But I'm going to break this video down blow by blow. So, okay. You know, the, 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 the young cat, right? The young white cat came in and swung. He swung first. Black dude put his dukes up. My man threw the hat like Bobby Smurda. <laughs> he threw the hat like Smurda. Threw the hat like Bobby Smurda. Ooh, 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 they getting into it. Ah, 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 nigga. Bow, bow, ooh. Okay, then the cavalry came in. Nobody, you see, let me pause this real quick. So none of these white people decided, hey, We don't want no problems. We don't want no trouble. Just break the fucking fight up. No. They all jumped in. Stupid. That was stupid. They did not know the repercussions that were ahead. They did not know that they fucked up right here. So they decided to jump on this black man. This innocent black man. For nothing. All because they couldn't park their boat at the dock. That is petty and ignorant. That is completely nigga shit. These white folks was niggas. And I keep trying to tell y'all, I always say this, white people were the original niggas. They just was. You know, Christopher Columbus and them. Stealing shit, right? You know, I know a lot of people's like, why are you making it a race thing? Well, from my vantage point, it looks like it was. <laughs> it's no doubt it was a race thing. Because there's a bunch of white cats jumping on a black man. All because, and then that's, and that's bitch ass shit too. That's bitch nigga shit too. Because they wouldn't let my man, they saw their man getting mopped up in the one-on-one fade. They wouldn't let, you know, they wouldn't let the, 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 the brother get the fair fade. And they all, that whole, everybody that was on that boat, 
decided to jump on the black guy. Then the woman comes in and starts, the women even are jumping and swinging on him. Okay, then here comes the second guy right here, right? The second dude. Second dude comes through trying to actually de-escalate the situation. He's actually trying to stop the fight. But now, oh no. But then Billy Bob start pushing him. He's oh he stepped over him like Iverson. <laughs> then then they did oh they go they go to hero of the of the of the battle royale. Oh shit now. You see, this gotta be the first black dude to ever swim <laughs> and slide to a fight. I ain't never seen a brother swim to the smoke. <laughs> So my man was swimming to the smoke. The fight all broke up now. You know what I'm saying? Now the fight's broken up. The guy is yelling at a woman now, and my man is swimming to the smoke. Now the woman starts putting her hands on the guy. Then my man, I guess that has to be her her husband, you know, comes over there, I guess, you know. You know, that's his girl, so he got he to gotta take up for her. Then the dude that came up swimming to the smoke, the swim, the swim team got. Now the brothers that all jumped in. Now the white folks that got back on their boat, and all shit, mama, there goes those men. <laughs> oh shit! Now these motherfuckers is going crazy. Ooh, ooh, oh, oh my goodness. I know they jaw, they jaws are stinging. Then the staff and the crew came. You know, they came out to protect their mans. Because, you know, Unk was done bow. And the and the staff or the crew of the guy that runs the dock comes over there. And oh, it gets gully. Then the women on the staff beating up the women on the boat. And it's just an all-out battle royale. This shit is WWE motherfucking SummerSlam out this bitch. Bitch, bitch, bitch. Then the police show up. You know what I'm saying? The police show up. Oh, oh no. Oh, no. Oh, damn. I didn't see this part of the fight. Where the white guy comes in and tries to body slam one of the black women. And the, you know, because I guess she was, you know, getting off on the white woman that swung on her. The man stepped in, tried to body slam him, and young niggas going live just decided to just be like, bink, 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 bink. Oh my God. And the police just standing there. Oh my goodness. Damn. Damn. This ain't my first time watching it. This is like my 80th time watching it. And it's just, and it's, and it still feels like the first time I'm watching this shit, yo. And niggas, mad niggas is filming this shit. Oh man, they got something. That, that was a very good trip for them. And so it continues. And it's, 
niggas is still going. Hey man, Whoopi Goldberg. I keep bringing her up every show. When you swing on a man, don't be surprised if he hits you back. That's Whoopi Goldberg's advice to anybody that swings on a man. And then here comes the chairs. Here comes the chairs. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo, JR needed to. We need that JR voice, man. We need JR, man. <laughs> we need JR for this fight, man, to announce this fight or something. This shit is crazy, man. Oh my God. <laughs> Yo. Then the cops. Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> Police pushed a white woman. Hell yeah. <laughs> Police pushed Karen at the end. Because <laughs> he was trying to lock up somebody. <laughs> wow. Now, friends, these are my thoughts on this whole crazy situation, right? All they had to do was comply. I'm going to use they same logic that they use on us. All they had to do was comply and simply say, okay, we going to move our boat. But no, you had to incite a riot and be ghetto, white people. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Y'all had to be ghetto and just disregard authority because the authoritative figure was a black man. Y'all just had to be y'all just had to be ghetto with it. <laughs> they incited a riot. These are the same people that every time their college wins a championship, they're turning over cars, they're setting shit on fire. And nobody's being reprimanded or arrested. This time the cops showed up. This time. The cops and then the people that was uh, on the staff, they got dressed up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Ooh, we. That was a heck of a showing. And I'm glad that, you know, those people stood up. For that brother man because you know it would have got bad but as i said man those people kept escalating the situation <laughs> but the mvp was definitely the swimmer the swim to the smoke nigga was the mvp of this whole thing right there <laughs> i gotta give the mvp to that kid <laughs> that debunks the whole uh, theory of black people can't swim. <laughs> like him and Avery from Lockdown and the kids from Pride, the movie with Terrence Howard and Bernie Mac, them the only niggas that can swim. All right, let's move off this subject now. I've been going for a good 20 minutes now. I needed to... Uh, Extend this show a little bit longer. Pause. You know what I'm saying? To get my parents across. But we here now. So, man. Anthony Davis. Let's talk about this shit, dog. Broke up ass AD. 
has agreed on a three-year, $186 million max extension, tying him to the franchise through 2028 for a total of totaling his current contract to $270 million plus. Anthony Davis lands richest annual extension in NBA history at $62 million. I'm going to say this. He does not deserve this money. I don't care. I don't care. I'm happy that another black man has getting, has gotten a whole bunch of money and shit like that. That's cool. But, however, you're going to pay a man $62 million a year to only play a quarter of the season. That ha- that is, is, or, or, or half the season, I should say. He did, you know, he was there for all the playoff games. But we'll see if he earns this contract and actually plays 60 to 70 games this season. Because, you know, I did a live talking about this and breaking this down, and I was just like... Okay, so they're committed to Anthony Davis, but are they going to keep LeBron once his extension uh, runs out? That'll be the million-dollar question that the Lakers would have to answer. Because this contract is up at the end of next year, if I'm not mistaken. Or is LeBron actually going to retire? I highly doubt it. You know, he can't get enough, man, of playing. But Anthony Davis, that's too much money. I would have paid him. I would have kept his contract where it was. And I would just let him play out that current contract until it ran out. But, you know, under the pressure that everyone else is getting money, you know, people that actually earn their money, people that actually play 70 to 80 games per season are actually earning their money. The Lakers, I guess, were pressured into giving him that contract. He's getting paid entirely too much money. Now, based on his performance in, in last year's playoffs, he was pretty solid. Especially in the Denver series. He did average like 27 and 14. Like, this dude was putting up numbers. And then there were stretches in the season where Anthony Davis looked like the best player in the league. There were some stretches. So the Lakers are banking on AD to be that guy. That's what they're saying. That, you know, they're banking. They they invested in a guy that hasn't played 82 games in his entire career. I feel like that was crazy. And I don't think that that was the right move. To give him more money, let him earn the contract, let him play out that contract, and then at the end of the contract, then you pay him again, if he earns it. All right, moving on, man. NBA has sent a warning to Damian Lillard and his agent. So... 
Damian Lillard. And his agent talked all that shit about, oh, oh, Damian's not going here. Damian's not going there. Well, the NBA has decided to do something about it. They basically sent a warning to Damian's agent that Damian Lillard can't do this shit, man. And if they continuously do that, they will be fined. Hefty prices. For refusing to negotiate with other teams. And I feel like that was the right move by the NBA because that was unprofessional to put out there that Damien is not going to do shit. There are ways around this in professional ways. You got to say Damien is not going to commit long term if he's traded to your team. You can't say that. Damian Lillard not going to show up. Damian Lillard not going to do this. What you mean? You got to show up to camp or else you're going to get fined. It was plain and simple. And I just feel like Damian and his agent are going at this Miami Heat thing wrong. And Dame's my guy. But you got to be held accountable, man. You can't be doing all that wild shit. When you the one that's trying to find a team to go to to win an NBA championship. Now they're slowly starting to negotiate with other teams now that they've gotten this news. Now let's move on. Mark Jackson. Oh my God. So <laughs> this company, right? This company that shoots pornos. <laughs> God I can't even get through it. I can't even get through it without laughing. Yeah, this adult film company offered Mark Jackson a million dollars to do a play-by-play account of the porno as it's happening. Mama, there goes that man. Nothing in her eye. (laughs) Oh, man, that's a lot of skeet right there. That's skeet, 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 skeet. Shit, I bet you it smells like rabbit and skunk in there. (laughs) I bet you it smells like wet dog. (laughs) Mama, there goes that man. (laughs) Oh, man. Yeah, the the name of the uh, company is called Cam Soda. And they offered Mark Jackson a M to commentate porn. That's crazy. But, man, that is so fucking funny, man. I can see it now. Do you think that Mark Jackson should take the buddy? <laughs> because we know Mark Jackson has charisma, and it'd be fucking hilarious. To hear porn commentators, man. That's a whole different look. All right. Let's talk about Dr. J. Dr. Motherfucking J.
lot of people are talking shit about Dr. J's top 10 NBA greats list, right? Because he had a list. So, Irving says that five players remain untouchable, and it's Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Oscar Robinson, Jerry West, and Elgin Baylor. That's my all-time best team. Everybody else got to be on the second team or the third team. And then Julius Irving finished his list with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Michael Jordan, Magic Johnson, Karl Malone, and Nate Tiny Archibald. Here's my thing. I don't think that he put this in order. Those are my thoughts. And he felt, and he he said the reason why he didn't name Stephen Curry was because his career's not done. Which is okay if that's your criteria, though. Your criteria is your criteria. They have to be retired. And that's probably the same reason why LeBron James is not on the list. And that's why people are tripping. Of course, that's why. They're not tripping at the fact that Michael Jordan is listed like seventh. But the first five people that he named are his top five. He didn't say what order. He just said, those are my top five untouchables. Now, you have to also look at how Julius Irving's career mapped out because the NBA wasn't fucking with Julius Irving. He was in the ABA, and the ABA was stealing the NBA's ratings, and they almost folded the NBA until they decided to come up with a deal to merge their teams together, and that's when Julius Irving started playing in the NBA. Because the ABA was having dunk contests and three-point shootouts. You know, NBA had an all-star game, but ABA had the stuff that we view today. Like the skills challenges, the dunk contests and all that. ABA had that before the NBA. And so... The merger happened, and that's when Julius Irving... Because Julius Irving watched these guys. He just did. Dr. J, you know, grew probably... You know, he grew up on Oscar Robinson and and, and Jerry West and LJ Baylor. Those guys were really great basketball players. In the era that he grew up in you have to also take that into account as well you gotta also understand he an OG 
And he 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 loves this era of basketball. All the people, everybody saying, you can't have a top 10 list and not mention LeBron James. That nigga can mention whoever the fuck he wants in his top 10 is his top 10. Not yours. Not the NBA's. Not a, a, a group of fake-ass experts. That's his top 10. Do I agree with his list? Absolutely not. But Julius Irving has people that are in my top 10. Bill Russell's in my top 10. Will Chamberlain's in my top 10. Michael Jordan's in my top 10. Magic Johnson's in my top 10. And Kareem Abdul-Jabbar is in my top 10. And he is only listing people that have retired already. And that's his criteria. So get off Dr. J back. I mean, like I said, my top 10 is completely different than his. You know, I got Russell. This ain't in no, hey, hey, hey. This is back from, from uh, least to first. My top 10 is Bill Russell, Will Chamberlain, LeBron James, um, Shaquille O'Neal. No, 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 actually, no. Steph Curry. Then Shaquille O'Neal, then Tim Duncan, Magic Johnson, Kareem, Kobe, and MJ. That's my top 10. That's from least to first, okay? That's the order. Don't kill me. <laughs> I know y'all niggas get real sensitive about them top 10s and top 5s and all that. Y'all niggas be crying. Relax on the OG Dr. J, man. Now, this is a crazy story. So, Terrence Crawford, the boxer, right? I know this is NBA and music talk, but this story kind of really pissed me off. So, Terrence Crawford is being ridiculed because his wife is thick. So, this is going, this is going back to the 1990s now, huh? We going backwards? Because this shit is wild to me. Like, people are ridiculing Terrence Crawford, you know, for being an in-shape boxer and his wife is thick. First of all, what the fuck is wrong with y'all? is wrong with y'all ridiculing that beautiful black woman woman hey man fuck what you heard terrence crawford's wife is is, is beautiful bro Shh. I, I i take her but it was this one guy in particular that really pissed me off this arab reporter put in the goddamn article, man, that Terrence Crawford has a fat wife. 
he did he said this in an article he titled the article Terrence Crawford has a fat wife the audacity of this nigga and that's fucked up man because Terrence Crawford is allowed to have his preference and that is the wife of his six children he had six babies with this one her shit she's certified stop the hate man stop the hate anybody is allowed to date whoever and whatever they want in this world and he shouldn't have to be shit on for that right I can't believe that they these people have the audacity to call that woman fat. I seen fat. That ain't fat, man. But I'm not going to go there, man. I'm not going to go there on what I seen is fat. So, this is obvious, though. This report is so fucking obvious. It's ridiculous. But it has been reported that the only reason why James Harden only opted into his contract was to force a trade to the Los Angeles Clippers. That don't make no motherfucking sense, though. Even though I get the logic, okay, like if he re-signs with a team, they can trade him there. But he did that on the strength thinking that his daddy, Daryl Morey, Daddy was going to send him there because daddy has given him everything he wanted. But Daryl Morey realizes he in a new situation now. His job and ass is on the line. He got to deliver Philadelphia a championship this year or he's done or he fired. And I don't think Daryl Morey wants to sacrifice his job to please his son Birdman Jr. Maury Hart Hart need to focus on not eating four trail burgers at once that's what he need to focus on Because, you know, Harden thought and fucked around and found out. Oh, shit. Stephen A. Smith. Or like Ticket TV say, <laughs> Stephen A. Snitch. <laughs> but Stephen A. from Django Smith. I apologize. He apologized to Kim Kardashian. I, I smell pussy. I smell pussy. Is that you, Stephen A? I smell pussy. <laughs> he done did this shit again, man. Damn, dog. We went from people who stand up for black people to people who buck dance for the other side. God damn. He done did it again. So, Stephen A though, 
You only apologize to Carmelo Anthony because he pressed you. You never apologize to Kevin Durant. You never apologize to Kyrie Irving for what you say about him. Never apologize to Kwame Brown. There's a theme here. There's a theme here for uh, George Jefferson A. Smith, man. There's a theme here. Because, you know, Stephen A. Smith got on TV. Or, no, no, no. He made a post promoting something on Twitter and said, is Kim Kardashian a prostitute and is Kris Jenner her pimp? You know, he was 10 toes down on that statement. He was tough online. He was tough with the Twitter fingers or the X fingers, I should say. I forgot, it's X now. It was a post on X implying was Kim a prostitute and was Kris Jenner a, a, a pimp? Now, me on King Nona and Sister, I don't give a fuck. You know, you can say that shit on, on there. On here, you can say that shit. But to say that online, you're a public figure, you're getting paid by ESPN, ESPN did the same thing he did. You remember when he did the shit to Ray Rice? You know what I'm saying? He folded on the Ray Rice shit. The nigga was like, um, you know, when a man is provoked, you know, don't be surprised if he swing on a woman. That's what he said. Live on TV. Michelle Beadle was offended by that. She was mad. And then they got that boy under that hot ass light in that room. They gave him that work tap like, listen here, boy. You better apologize to that white woman and to, to the whole entire world, boy. He's like, yes, Abosa. Yes, Massa. I sure will. I sure will, Massa. And I'm going to apologize on bending knee. And he did the same thing again to Kim Kardashian. Talking about, oh, I would never, I would never, ever disrespect a woman like that. I, 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 I am, I completely apologize and comply to all of the instances that I said. I completely apologize. Nigga, shut your ass up. You meant what you said the first time, nigga. You be talking about how you so comfortable at ESPN. You be talking about you be all cocky and have so much fucking bravado on TV. Man, I would have swore that you was Scarface, nigga. I would have swore Stephen A. Smith is Scarface, dog. All the tough shit he talked. But you want to apologize to Kim Kardashian. If you were so comfortable, nigga, if you so tough, you would have stood by what you said. Yeah, you the highest paid on ESPN. You don't want to lose that paper, huh? Because I heard that Stephen A. on YouTube ain't getting as much money as he is on ESPN. So that's why he kind of went back and apologized because he's talking all this shit last week about, oh, I got a YouTube page. Oh, I'm comfortable. If I leave ESPN right now, I'm all, I'm all comfortable. Nigga, shut the fuck up. 
such a tap dancing, Savion Glover, shoe shining, shoe shuffling, watermelon chugging ass up, nigga. And bow down to your master and suck his dick. How about that? You apologizing to Kim Kardashian, that's weak as hell, dog. <laughs> ah, they, they made him apologize. Aww. Last but totally not least, my boy, I heard some good news about my boy, Kay Cunningham. He seems to have 100% fully recovered from that injury for real because he was at Team USA scrimmages on the select team and they was beating the shit out of the people who are starting for the USA team this year for the Olympics. Leading the charge in that was Kay Cunningham. Steve Kerr was raving about how great Kay Cunningham is, and he had wished that he would sign up for the team. But Cunningham declined a Team USA invitation and cited that he only wanted to scrimmage with the team. You know, he's basically trying to get better as an overall player, so... He needs to practice against those guys that are on the team so that he can get better as an overall player. And I can respect that. And I'm hoping, and like I said, this is my candidate right here for most improved player. Kay Cunningham. All right. <laughs> That's my show. And by the way, before I close this thing out, I realized something that my original Throw Them Bowls video, I mean my show, that's my highest viewed episode, which is crazy in a sense. So, in dedication to that, this is why I'm going to call this episode Totem Bowls Part 2. As a tribute to my highest viewed show. <laughs> Alright, this is King Nolan and says it's Totem Bowls Part 2, and I'm up out of here. Thank you for listening. Thanks to all the listeners, all the viewers, subscribers. Love y'all. Have a good day. <laughs>